This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 24. I almost had sex with a midget last night, but she couldn't reach to go up on me. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast in your ear. From St. Louis, Missouri, the Red Room in Spadeland, Captain B Studios, and our favorite Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas, this is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. All right. Welcome to the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 24. In the Red Room, he is El Champion, and he wants to put bubbly on his ball sack. He is Rick Spade. I have a cut on there. That might hurt. <laughs> Ow. Ah. And he's too tired from using his wedding present. He is B Slow. And I am Tejas. And if hey. you noticed, Jay Hizzle's not here, really. And that's because I was tired of Jumanji. So I sacrificed the virgin. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> cat butt, cat butt, cat butt. No one wants to see your cat's asshole. <laughs> I sacrificed a virgin. Let's get this year over now. Hey guys, it's getting there. It's a 96. That's what she said. Uh, All right, so. Don't you stop. It's going to go back to zero. Let's, uh. Let's see how everybody's week was going. Let's start with the uh, newlywed. Be slow. I'm married, guys. You look older in the week that I have not been there. Dude, I saw him an hour ago, and he looks worse than he did when I saw him. I'm telling you, he's too tired from using that wedding gift. Well, I put my kid to bed. I did some lousy-ass door dashing. Um, ate some food. Computer won't start. I laid down, fell asleep with the kid in the bed. That's a little bit of bedhead going on over there. And I don't have my eyeballs on. Maybe that's why he looks like he's dying. Could be. But Wake's been busy. Work, 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 work. Did I mention work? Did you have to arrest more meth heads? He... I don't think she's a meth head. She's just a dumb head. I'm, I'm sure we might get an interesting story later. I'll discuss that a little bit. Right. And my kitty loves me. 
Your kitty loves showing us its butthole. Yes, she does. Butthole, butthole, butthole. Did you know that all cats are from Ohio? Because they're buttholes? You look at their butthole and it says they're from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a licking problem. Look. Did you say (laughs) licking or leaking? Lick. L-I-C-K. Okay. I, for some reason, heard leaking. Boy, this is going south in a hurry. When doesn't it go south in a hurry? Woo. South, it's warmer. It's only like 40 up here. I don't know. Speaking of South Tejas. Yeah. Let's talk about about your week. As you can see, I am back in beautiful Texas, unfortunately. I'm very sad about this. Had to fly out of Michigan at 7 in the morning. Got to Chicago. I had a meat lover's pizza for breakfast in Chicago. That sounds delicious. Was it Chicago style? It was. I've never had Chicago-style pizza. Well, I mean, I have, but never from actually Chicago. Was it really good? Like, amazingly good? It was good. I guess I wasn't as hungry as I thought I was, though, because I only ate half of it. But uh, I felt bad for the guy sitting next to me on the trip from Chicago to... or from Yeah, from Chicago to Austin, because he was maybe 6'2", 6'3", and the person sitting in front of him decided to put their seat back. I thought you were going to say you had gas on the pizza. Oh, I did fart once that I was sitting there going, oh, God, he's going to kill me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, then I went to work Tuesday. Stuff at work broke, so they let us go home early. I actually got off at about 1130. So I went to GameStop and kind of nerded out a little bit. (sighs) Bought me uh, the Hulk gauntlet. Yeah. Now I can flip people off impressively. Makes me think of Tommy Boy when he does that with his. I also bought a few other toys, but. And then this weekend we are going camping. So I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, I don't got much more going on. Mr. Spade, before we get to the video of our sacrificed virgin, how was your week? Oh, a lot of ups and downs. So the part you didn't mention was we did a lot of running around on Saturday. Oh, yeah. How did I forget that? So uh, we hung out with our friend Matt and uh, went to Applebee's. And for some reason, he paid. And I got to try rum for the first time. So that was awesome. Well, That's he, did it, for my, he yeah. did it for my birthday. But you Welcome were just the added bonus. Welcome to being a pirate. That's what I told him. <laughs> I'm kind of like Jack Sparrow. I like the rum, mate. Uh, after that, we uh, got dropped off at the casino. And uh, I explained to Texas how when my hand tingles, I get a feeling about a machine, which he thought was bullshit. But then I put 20 bucks in and the first spin, I won 50. But then I lost it all. That was scary. It was like a robotic cat fart computer sound. (laughs) Well, my computer farted. (laughs) Anyways. 
So uh, I did that. Then I lost that money. And then Texas wanted to go play uh, blackjack. Which, by the way, I've actually never been to a casino before. This was the first time I played blackjack. And I think it was beginner's luck. Well, it was part beginner's luck, part uh, having somebody that knew what they were doing behind you telling you when you shouldn't shouldn't hit. Well, I know not to hit when it's 17 or more. but I just forgot was... the whole double down rule and stuff. I didn't know anything about the double down rule, but you know, I uh, I did pretty good. He uh, he started with sixty, ended up with two twenty five. Nice. And then he gave me twenty five of it for consulting him. <laughs> Consultant fee. To which I was that... being nice. Hey, there was a couple of those hands. Had I not said hit or stay, you wouldn't have won. Uh, I might have. You don't know what was in my brain. No, but I knew it was on the card afterward. <laughs> but uh end up going to a Plinko machine in the corner. And I was like, I really don't want to spend this 25 because then I'll be broke again. And then somebody was like, just do it. No. Um, I got to get something for her. Hannah had to go get her brother at work. She forgot. Hi. <laughs> Let's get you up here, girl. Oh. Who's that? Oh. I had a daughter over the week that turned a year old really fast. That looks like Rick or me. She's got blonde hair. <laughs> well, her daddy's a black man, so it's not any of us. <laughs> this is Jordan. She's our next door neighbor. Hi. Say hi. So we'll make sure to edit that part out. I don't know if they want their kid in the podcast. I asked. She said it was okay. Oh, never mind then. Keep going, Rick. But anyways, I got on that Plinko machine and uh, I played a couple of small rounds and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit the max bet button one I, time. I, I think you were down to like your last chance to do a max too. Yeah. But yep. Yeah, oh, uh, Let me sit up. I hit, oh. the, I hit the max button. Next thing you know, it, I got gotcha. you. I turned my six dollars to sixty-two, so I got my forty-five back plus whatever Texas gave me, and now then we called it a day for that for that time at the casino. Yep, we went to then we went to the mall in Kalamazoo. By the way, Justin, I'm going to tell you now because you're probably listening to this on a Monday. Uh, check your dryer if you haven't done it already. To make sure there's not a special surprise in there for you before you go to dry clothes. In the dryer? What's in the no, dryer? No, no, no. Inflatable boobs. <laughs> Just like blow up blow up balloons that look like boobs. That's funny. <laughs> Bless you. Did I lose you guys? Yeah. I hear well, you. we hear you, but you're Oh, as long as you can hear me. That's what's important. Sure. We'll go with that. Oh, you'd rather see my pretty face? Well, I mean, this is the video portion of the podcast. I don't know where his cell phones are. What else you got, Rick? Uh, Yeah, I went to Kalamazoo. Uh, I don't know if B remembers this, but do you remember my throwing cards that I used to have? Yeah, we used to throw them at my parents' fence. Well, I finally got them back again, so... Where'd they go? 
Well, if you remember, an ex of mine stole them. Oh, right. But to buy, I bought new ones. They're not as cool as the other ones, but they're just as good. We used to have a lot of fun with those. Uh, um... I know. That's how Hi. I feel. Hi. I know. I'm crazy. It's great. Uh, other than that, I uh, had a You little... kind of look like one of the Olsen twins when they were little in Full House. Yeah, and they're so cute. You're right. I do like it. Look like an Olsen twin. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah, trying to join uh, on my computer. It's not working. Oh wait. Well, why you figure that out? Uh, other than that, I had uh, had a little bit of a breakdown. Things happened. Got mad. Broke some things, but now I got new pictures up on the wall. Yay, pictures. Let's see here. What else? Um, had a couple hospital visits, did some work, did some stuff on the podcast. All right, you got to turn, turn one, one of them off because there's, there's an audio echo. Um, what are we doing? Yikes. There we go. I fixed it, guys. I'm sorry for everybody that had to hear that. This, this computer decided to do an update, and it took a half hour, you know. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, that was for me. But now let's uh, kick it back over to St. Louis. Jay Hizzle, what do you got for us? This was before I sacrificed them, just Jay, so you all know. All right. Well, first, uh, Texas. What an introduction! That was that was awesome. So this week, the <laughs> week actually. So uh, currently, I am in St. Louis, Missouri, for training for work. Um, it's been really almost a year since I've been able to do training in person. So that's really cool. Learning lots of new stuff. Um, um, my dad and Stacy from our office is here, and all the other financial advisors are that we like to talk to and work with are here. So oh, there's my, there's C. Hizzle right back there. C. Hizzle. <laughs> yep, C. Hizzle in the house. So, and we also happen to be uh, at, at a casino, which is kind of cool. So I have not gone to uh, lose any money yet, but I was in the elevator with a guy um, wearing my mask, of course, in the elevator and stuff. But um, I was asking him how his day is going, and he told me he's lost $2,000 so far. I'm thinking, ooh, I'd be crying. But um, he was playing poker. So I was thinking if only Rick Spade was there to teach him how poker is played. But he was going up to get another thousand dollars or so. And hopefully he's ready to make that comeback. So maybe he'll I'll see him later and he'll be like, yeah, I actually won 10 grand. So that'd be kind of cool. But anyway, I, I guess it was interesting. Otherwise, I uh, finally actually got the lawn mode this past weekend for the first time in like a month, which was kind of a good thing to do. And uh, yeah, it was just really fun last week having all four of us. At the Henplex studio, and now complete opposite, we're all, all in different places. But, uh, yep, so that was my week. That, that again, that was recorded before I sacrificed him, and he knew he was going to get sacrificed. So, I, I'm, I'm happy he could compliment my intro of sacrificing him. But now we're going to kick it back to him and let's hear about some news. 
It's going to be a really interesting podcast. So, this is pre-recorded, more than likely. But, um, news segment. Likely it is, Jay. You know how I like hockey and Zambonis. And um, this is 2020, so anything's possible this year. And unfortunately, Zamboni was caught on camera bursting into flames on an ice rink in New York while the driver was. <laughs> <was coming. laughs> oh, I, I feel like I would have it, but I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I guess you got to try to save the rink. Um, the incident occurred Wednesday during a youth hockey practice. A driver was using the Zamboni to clean an ice rink at Bill Gray's Regional Iceplex in Rochester, New York. Um, the fire department said no one was hurt, including the driver, who continued to drive the machine off the rink to a maintenance area while it was on fire. And a couple of youth hockey players who were on the rink at the time were fine, too. So the incident apparently has gone viral and has over half a million views on social media. Uh, it was sparked by a leaking hydraulic fluid that came in contact with some of the hotter components underneath the Zamboni. And it caught fire. So I'm just impressed that the guy That is pretty impressive. It's on fire. And he's like, you know, what? I got to get this off the rink. Got to save this ice rink and then I'll get into the maintenance place and have the firefighters come put it out. So um, it's kind of kind of interesting when they responded. They got there and helped get the Zamboni outside, make sure the fire is completely out. So it sounds like there, besides the Zamboni itself, there wasn't much damage, no injuries. So it's a it's a happy ending. So I don't know about you, but I'm not staying on a fucking Zamboni while it's on fire. Uh, I showed how evil I was by laughing as soon as he said that. But it'd be a big hole in the ice because I'd jump off and run. <laughs> it'd be funny. I don't know. That just doesn't sound safe to me. Like, oh man, should I keep it on this ice and and damage things, or should I drive it and hope that I don't burn to death? I'll just leave it. Do you remember that yellow forklift at Meyer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we all worked there. <laughs> that caught fire once while I was working. I heard all about it. I've heard the stories. And all I'm thinking is, is you Tim tells to, the story well. And all I can think of is, I wouldn't have even tried to put it out. I would have just walked away. I think it was on its last legs. It's still on its last legs. Department 100, Rick. Come on, Department 100. Hey, the last time you guys called that, I think you were there, and I walked all the way to photo. Yep, that was me. I did all the fire drills. (laughs) I remember remember when I worked at Meyer, they had a Code 100 in the dang meat freezer. So... Light caught on fire? I, I don't know I don't know what caught on fire, but the sprinkler system started going off and the steaks and stuff in the freezer. So me and you some start- of the other guys from shipping and receiving went in there and started taking everything out. We got soaking wet and freaking cold. And then we still had to be there till almost ten and ten o'clock at night finishing up our our shipment. <laughs> and soaking wet clothes, but Meyer was nice enough to give us fifteen dollars each to go get new shoes. Ooh, $15. What the hell kind of shoes can you buy for 15 bucks at Meyer? I have no idea. <laughs> I got Maybe they might go to Walmart and get some. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been the uh, thing that I would have done. All right, what else does Jay Hizzle have? I don't know. Jay, what do you got for us? 
All right. Story number two. This is related to, of course, the Guinness Book of World Records. We always got to see who's breaking records today. This no, one, I like, I almost wonder, like, if I had practiced this enough, if I could beat it. I don't know. You could not. But a New Jersey pizza delivery do driver dad jokes later? unofficially broke a Guinness World Record by folding 18 cardboard pizza boxes in one minute. Which, I mean. Oh, Josh, you have that beat. For 30 seconds. Do you remember at Domino's, Josh? You were like the fastest pizza box person but, um, ever. Randy D. Gregorio. Um, I was just talking over the Justin. He's not important. Pizza. Yeah, you, me, like, Adam, and Justin would try, and I always seem to beat you guys. So that's You were cool. fast. I'm over time when it's slow, and there's no You had a box like every three seconds. Drivers and say who can fold them the fastest. And over time, I started to realize that, hey, I'm pretty good at this. So apparently he... Uh, the world record was 14 boxes in one minute set in Italy, which makes sense because they like pizza in Italy. So that's slow. Um, but he ended up with 18 yeah. boxes in the same time period. However, he submitted the evidence to Guinness and he has to hear from them to see if he'll be official or if he has to do it again. Well, that's kind of crazy. Took me one minute just to do one box at Domino's. Seriously? <laughs> I thought I had it <laughs> down. I could do a few at least. I don't know. Yeah, That's I, actually. I, I would keep putting parts in backwards. So. <laughs> Gosh, we're still the fastest I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, new story number. Any other thoughts on that? Nah, we talked over Justin, so we're good. Gosh, is fastest. He could have the world record. Well, there you go. If you can ever find a pizza place that'll let you do some pizza boxes. Domino's, they'll let you do anything for a dollar. Yeah, anything? Anything. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make them eat my dipping Dots for a dollar. Moving on. Three. Aggressive cougar follows man on Utah trail for six minutes. Ow! I saw that video. I realize you're probably thinking she that like cougar 50 could and he was like 22 or something. Some people would like a cougar to follow them for six minutes in <clears throat> Texas. But in this case, <laughs> in this case, it was actually the cat cougar. So a man was out for a run on a Utah trail, captured a video of a frightening six minute encounter with a scary kitty cat. That's what he called it. Kitty cat. It was a mother cougar. So he was out for a 10 mile run. And um, that's why I live in Michigan, because if I go for runs, I don't have to worry about being eaten. But he was at Slate Canyon spotted four cougar cubs in the trail ahead of him. Uh, yeah, that's not good. He was filming the cubs and their mother showed up and mom was not happy. Mom followed him for six minutes. So Burgess called the mother a scary kitty cat and shouted profanity at the animal to leave him alone. That's a good idea. Just swear at it. That always works. Come on, <laughs> dude. I don't feel like dying today. He said after the cougar repeatedly lunges at him. But um, it was a very long six minutes, he said, but the cougar finally turned and went back towards the cubs after he threw a rock in her direction. So he says, honestly, now it still feels like a dream. I just think it more like a nightmare. So, yeah, just <laughs> if you ever see like baby bears or baby cougars and stuff, it's best to just not get even close to them. The parents really get pissed. Why is it Texas? That they would like the cougar following. That sounds more like more like Rick. I like them young chicks. 
had a cougar I'm, once. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get an 18 year old so my son won't make fun of me no more. So far, my lowest is 23. Moving on. 18. Hey, it's legal. If you see like hot, I won't tell you mine when I was younger. It's completely different. I won't go there. And if they can chase you for six minutes, they're probably in good shape. So that's cool. <laughs> or if it's Captain B, he's going to fall. So <laughs> 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 he definitely should get himself in that situation. That's sad. He can uh, he can get you from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. All right. And the final story. Poor B. Well, actually, I guess he got me and B from beyond the grave. Poor virgin. <laughs> Story number four. Again, this one's for Texas. Beaver on the loose. <laughs> After New Mexico Zoo escape. Uh, New Mexico Zoo is asking the public to keep watch for a beaver that escaped from the facility after only recently being transferred from another zoo. This beaver, man, he, he got away. So apparently the Spring River Zoo in Roswell said, Busy. Oh, I had a hamster named Busy. One of a pair of uh, two-year-old beavers recently arrived from Pittsburgh, discovered was missing from his enclosure on Sunday. So Busy's believed to have tunneled under multiple fences to make his way out of the zoo. He was very busy. Busy was busy beaver. So the police department's involved now for the search. And so is the city's animal service department and the New Mexico Game and Fish Department. They've all been notified. So if anyone sees a beaver in the city or surrounding area, it could possibly be the zoo's animal. While a beaver is relatively tame, does not like to be picked up and should not be chased. Well, damn. That was the best I got. Did Texas freeze or is he just making a weird face? I think he's making a face. Maybe he's frozen. I do not chase or pick up the beaver. The zoo is asking anyone who's possibly the beaver to contact the facility rather than attempt to capture it themselves. This is about the time and with that beaver news. That completes the news segment. Dun dun. All right, so that was the news. Okay, yeah, he did. He... It's just two of us. Hey, Rick. Oh, no, it's just the two of us. We can make it if we try. It's just the two of us. You and I. Ready? All by myself. Don't want to be all by myself anymore. Every time I hear that, I picture Jigglypuff singing it. All right, so... It's about time for the game of the week. Hopefully by the time I start this, Texas will be back. Each other. It was you. Me. You. <laughs> Jay Hizzle, hit us up with the game of the week. The game of the week time. Game of the week. It amuses me that I have to do it this way. Well, while we're waiting for Texas to make his return, we're playing Disturbed Friends. And in case you've forgotten how to play this game, I have cards. Hey, he's back. Sorry, Wi-Fi took a crap. That's what I figured. 
I told him it was about that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. That's when the Wi-Fi craps out. All right, so we're going to play Disturb Friends. How it works is we're going to go A, B, or C after I ask B. the question. You do not answer the question till we guess. I know you can okay. do this. <laughs> I know you can do this. I believe in you. But because I don't believe in you, I'm going to make you go first. Be slow. Hey. Quit. Be slow. If a good. <laughs> okay, sorry. If a group of hood rat bitches <laughs> tried to attack you on the subway, you would A. Take the beating. I don't hit women. B. Cut a bitch. C. Fake a heart attack. B. Cut a bitch. Fake a heart attack. Justin. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't answer that part. He just answered B, this question. Cut a bitch. <laughs> I did it right, guys. Captain Slow's gonna cut a bitch. Texas. You recently started yeah. You recently started to practice witchcraft. The first spell you will cast is A If you don't vote, you get deported. <laughs> B People who talk in movie theaters become slaves. <laughs> C That all horrible drivers get ass cancer. <laughs> I'm going with ass cancer. I'm going with ass cancer. <laughs> C, ass cancer. <laughs> ass cancer. Yeah. All right. We'll do mine and then we'll hop over to Jay for his first question. Oh, boy. I wish I hadn't picked this card now. It already sounds bad now I read the first line. All right. I see two gay men sitting beside me at a bar. The owner suddenly kicks them out and calls them fudge packers. Packer fans? I decide to, A, pull the owner aside and sodomize him with a hammer. (laughs) B, go hang out with the gay men. They are delightful. Hey. C, keep quiet. Whiskey is half price tonight. A. C. Sodomize the hammer. Just because that. I don't believe in bashing gay people, so I'd have to sodomize that motherfucker with a hammer. (laughs) Yeah. Jay Hazel, here's your question. Yes. Alright, since I told everybody how this works already, I'm going to give you your question. Jay Hizzle. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. The crazy, the craziest place you would be willing to take a shit is A. On a roller coaster B. While dancing in a nightclub C. On my best friend's chest. And I hope to God you're talking about me slow. Roller coaster. All right, I'll let everyone think about that for a minute. Roller coaster. Push play, Rick. You've already heard it, so you don't get yeah, to guess. Yeah, I know. 
Well, well, here's my, my other cat, guys. Obviously, I'm not going to take a crap in anyone's chest. That's kind of gross. And oh, roller coasters are just a bunch of fun. They'll probably kick you out. But I don't really dance. So if I am dancing, that means I'm probably really wasted. And people are really drunk in the nightclub. They won't even notice. So I'm going to go with B, nightclub. Well, we were both wrong, Brian. Yep. Well, I can't wait to hear his other questions. They were actually pretty good. All right. Have to be slow. Let's see if you can go two for two this time. You would use cloning technology to create an abundance of A, pretty people, B, Smurfs, C, Hitler slaves. Smurfs. B. Pretty people. Smurfs. <laughs> I'm not doing very well this week. Well, I seem to know B. I don't know either you or Jay, so. That's okay. I didn't expect Jay to go with uh, nightclub, so. You, you probably thought roller coaster too, didn't you? Because you knew he wasn't going to go on someone's chest. I mean, you know, whatever floats his boat. Okay. Texas. Yeah. You think the most disgusting perverts masturbate A, on animals, B, during funerals, C, to children. C, children. I wish that C wasn't an answer because I would have went B, so I'm going to have to go with C. Mm-hmm. C, children. Sick <laughs> fucks. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right. Here is my question. If I was camping with my friends and a bear came out of the woods, I would immediately A, try to save everyone. B, break a friend's leg and run away. C, shit my pants. Well, you wouldn't have to break a leg and run away because I would fall down. <laughs> oh, A. I'm going to say D. You're going to... Freeze. Oh, no, he froze again. <laughs> I really wanted Screenshot to hear what that D- face. God damn it, I wanted to hear what D was. <laughs> Come back. Come back, I may never know. Crappleberry. Watch, she's going to end up on his phone next. Texas. Come back to me. Texas. We lost you. Why must you go away? Come back before tomorrow. Hopefully he'll be back in another 30 seconds. Because I really want to hear what his answer is. Rick wants to know what the D is. I know what the D is. It's in my pants. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What's he saying? He said, 
D, climb a tree and elbow drop the bear. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go with D. <laughs> Boy, that's a fair answer. I wish that was one of them. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. What's your actual answer? Uh, Probably shit in your pants. Well, if he didn't trip, I was going to break his leg anyway. Sorry, B. I'm going to go with B. <laughs> hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. What's your next question? Ready for your next one? Yep. I think the scariest way to die would be A, slowly in a retirement home, B, getting raped by gorillas, C, <laughs> alone. B, raped by gorillas. <laughs> raped by gorillas. All right. I'll let you guys think about that for a minute, but that one's kind of a give me. Um, clearly, one answer sounds way worse than the other two, and that would be B. <laughs> Getting raped oh, by gorillas right. sounds awful. I was going to be awfully disappointed if you hadn't picked B. <laughs> yes, if anyone, I hope everyone would have picked B. All right. Question number three. Can B go three for three? <sighs> Be slow. You think the biggest waste of time is A, learning karate just by a fucking gun. B, being a stripper. Prostitution pays. C, Trying in life, your parents will never love you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say C again. Trying in life, your parents will never love you. Read the question again. You think the biggest waste of time is C. A. I teach people how to fight. That's one of my jobs. I believe that hands-on is very important. Joss taught me Taekwondo at a young age. <laughs> yes, I did, Brain. <laughs> you remember that. Master Kwan always called me Brain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a hard one, guys. She said. Let's go with C. Your parents will never love you, and it shows. Texas. That's okay. We love you, Slow. Thank you. What the fuck kind of questions are these? Texas. Why? If you was filthy rich. Say that again. That was agonizingly violent. All right, let's try this again. If you were filthy rich. You would definitely A, hunt humans for sport. B, open a zombie petting zoo. C, kidnap celebrities and torture them. I think C. B. Would, I, I, I like B. I want to go with B. C, kidnap celebrities. 
Man, I, I don't want to do B because then if someone gets bit, you're liable. Uh, I'm going to have to go kidnapping celebrities. Come here, Kim Kardashian, you bitch. Oh, I'd want you to torture Kanye West. He's already tortured. He's married to a Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> the whiskers. I don't like this question. What you got, Rick? If my sex life was a book, it would be called A, The Bible, B, Sex for Dummies, C, Fifty Shades of AIDS. (laughs) I'll go B, because that one sounds least... Rick's going to pick the Bible. Least worse. Here's the thing. I've done a lot of book I've done a lot of questionable sexual things. Although I am STD free. But I'm gonna call but I'm gonna go with C, fifty shades of AIDS. Oh. We are both wrong. Let's go to our third question with Jay Hizzle. I kind of enjoy doing this. Oh, this is right up your alley, my friend. You think the best thing Arnold Schwarzenegger ever did was <laughs> A, the Terminator movies, B, become governor, C, pound his maid. <laughs> He's going to go Terminator movies. I, I think go Terminator movies. Did you say pound his maid? Pound his maid. Well, he won't say that. And I, Terminator movies. Terminator. He loves the Terminator movies. You're going to like his answers, though. It's funny. Made. <laughs> I think the governor of California has done a lot of good things. Pounding the maid's probably not his best moment. Being governor is pretty cool, but California is still kind of a crappy place. I don't know if it can be saved. But do you know what was brilliant? The Terminator movies. Definitely going to have to go with A. Yeah, yep. That's the best answer you could possibly give. <laughs> I know it's great, right? <laughs> That's awesome. All and right. the final round. It's the final countdown. What in the blue fuck? That must be a good card for B Slow. Oh my god. B Slow. In a nightmare, you raped a puppy <laughs> and was sentenced to prison. In order to appear gangster, you got a tattoo with the words A. Stab you for pudding. Oh my god. B. Touch me and get syphilis. C, the puppy rapist. I gotta go with A, stab you for pudding. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna say touch you for syphilis. That way they'll leave me alone. <laughs> well, if they've already got syphilis, they won't care. Oh, you make a good point. I'm going A. Change my answer. 
It's gonna be gangster. Stab you for pudding. Raped a dog. What? That was no, no, no. A puppy. Reminds me of that uh, story that I read last week from Texas. That was like the most fucked up card I think I've seen yet. Texas. Yep. You think the public should not forgive athletes who A. Bite their opponent's ear off. Uh. B. Take performance enhancing drugs to win races. C. Lose games. I'm going to go with C. C. Well, that's a difficult one because even though I'm not a big basketball fan and I hate the LA Lakers, one of their players missed a wide open three pointer in game four to have a sweep and he got death threats for missing that even though they won the championship oh that's pretty messed up uh but i understand all the other ones fine uh, see damn you for missing the shot die you horrible bastard All right. Hey, one, of my, one of my heroes is Lance Armstrong. He used performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, but he also survived brain, testicular, liver, yeah. heart, lung, cancer, all that stuff. Here's my and question. Andy's only, got, Andy's only got one ball. Here's my question. I wish that I knew A, how to prevent the hiccups, B, how to get away with murder, Mm-hmm. C. Which one? One of my friends is in the closet. Uh, B. B. Murder. Well, here's the thing. I already know B is in the closet, so I got to go with B. How to get away with murder? <laughs> I, you look at me, but I'm not the one getting pegged on a sex swing. So, all right. I do the pegging. It remains to be seen. That's because right. I don't let people watch. Oh no, I lost my lemur. All right, Jay Hizzle, here's your last question. You wish that your uncle was A, Danny DeVito, B, Uncle Phil, you know, from the Fresh Prince Bel Air, <laughs> C, not a sex offender, B, Uncle Phil. I'll go A, Danny DeVito. Uncle Phil's awesome. He is, but... <laughs> I feel like C is implying that my uncle is a sex offender. Then. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, let's see. <laughs> like, <laughs> uncle Phil and Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he was, he was, kinda, was he the one that was kind of strict but still kind of cool at the same time? He was a judge. Yeah. He was on that owned the house too, right? Yeah. 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 I think Uncle Phil, that's what I go with. I think he was a pretty good role model. He was, you know, he had rules and stuff, but was caring and um pretty cool. Yep. There we go. Final answer. Uncle Phil it is. And those are your questions for this week's game of the week. All right. 
All right, so that was the game of the week. And now, it's time for just a little bit of sports. All right, so NASCAR's playoffs are down to the final eight. Uh, Chase Elliott won the last race at the Charlotte Roval to secure his spot. The other people in the top eight are Danny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano. Uh, there's a few other ones. I don't have anything written down. I'm sorry. I'm unprofessional this week. Uh, this week, they're in Kansas. And the week after that, they are at Texas Motor Speedway. And I will be at that race. Hey. And the race, it's actually a twofer on that day because they're doing the uh, – truck series race before the nascar race and natalie decker of the truck series has been cleared to return to racing which justin is tickled pink about in the world of baseball they are into their uh their conference finals pretty much and in the american league uh the astros won tonight making that series three to two the astros are the I think fourth or fifth team that has ever forced a game six after being down three to nothing. And only one team has ever forced a game seven. That was Boston. So let's hope the Astros can be number two right now in the top of the seventh, the Braves are being the Dodgers seven to two and they are leading that series two to one. I don't have much else for sports. Let's go Red Wings. Um, even though no one really cares about the NBA, the Lakers are once again champions. No Ooh. one gives a crap. I just report stuff. Um, hey, have you guys saw that they're doing like uh, no helmet, no pads, tackle football league now? Yeah, it's called you, rugby. I say you mean rugby? No, like it's actual football. No, haven't seen it. I thought it was pretty crazy. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I had something else news related, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh, well. Okay, well, that was a quick sports. Yay! So, you know what it should be time for then? Top five. Should be time for the top five. We have a top five. Time for top five. See the group chat? I didn't get a top five. What is top five? Top five shoe brands. Oh. It's going to be a real easy one. All right. So this week was the top five shoe brands. What is your favorite kind of shoe? Maybe you like a Croc. Maybe you like a Nike. Maybe you like a Fila. I don't oh, know. Nike. Well, let's go down to Texas. To Nike can up. suck a dick. Again, I'm not prepared. I'm an old guy. I don't really care for shoes. So I guess I'll go number five, Puma. Number four, Reebok. Number three, Adidas. Number two, hell, I don't know what else is out there. Number one, I'm going to go Skechers because that's pretty much all I wear. Yay, Skechers and being an old fart. I'll do mine. Go ahead. 
Number five, we'll do Cal Me for soccer shoes. Number four, we'll do CDs for my bicycle shoes. Uh, like Adidas, we'll do Puma. And then number one, Skechers, because I like to wear my Skechers. Okay. Which, by the way, if you ever go through an airport, Skechers slip-ons are amazing, since you have to take your shoes off to put them through the uh, x-ray scanner. Okay. I, I highly recommend Skechers slip-ons. That's what I wore to and from Michigan. Okay. All right. My number five, Skechers. My number four is Fila. My number three, Reebok. My number two is Adidas. And my number one, Under Armour, specifically the Project Rock shoes. Okay, I'll make Under Armour number two because I couldn't think of another one. Yay, Under Armour. I like my Under Armour sandals. I'll tell you right now, in terms of gym shoes, my Project Rock shoes are the best shoes I've ever worn for the gym. I mean, I have blue Under Armour shoes that I've worn for two years straight, and they're still in great condition. But my Project Rock Under Armour shoes are by far the best gym shoes I've ever had. Before you switch to Jay Hizzle, can I take a wild guess that he has a uh, honorable mention? There was no honorable mention. What? Jack. And if he did, I did not hear it, and I listened to this twice. So, all right, we have a very interesting and unique top five today. That I don't know. I just randomly thought of top five suck. Jay Hizzle. Top five. Favorite shoe brands. I know some people that are really into the shoes they wear, and others are like, meh. All right, since who knows if I'm actually here in person or not. My top five. Number five, although it's a little controversial on how they're made, I think that when I used to wear them, they're pretty comfortable. I'm going to go with Nike. And they Ooh, do have- they hate cops. Child labor. <clears throat> Um, I've had some of these before, and again, very comfortable. New Balance. And number three. Again, they're, they're pretty good sporty shoes, but also um, it's always fun when people try to make an acronym for them, and that would be Adidas. So technically, Adidas stands for all day, all day I dream about sports. But in high school, everyone said it really stands for all day I dream about sex, so... I leave it up to you what you think Adidas actually stands for. And then number two has got to be Reebok. I've always liked Reeboks. And then my ultimate number one favorite, and I think all my shoes are might actually be this brand, <laughs> and that's Skechers. Man, Skechers are just so comfortable, and they'll literally last years. Well, at least for me. My mom might say otherwise, but um, I love their slip-on shoes. I like their tennis shoes. Like, Sketches are just the brand for me, apparently. And I don't even like I look at other brands, but they just usually end up a being like affordable and B, they're just so comfortable. And that is my top five. All right, that was the top five for this week. Uh, And now it's time for the uh, trip and fall segment of this show. It's time for a little cup talk. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Chop Talk with Captain B. Slow. Hi, guys. Okay, let me open it up here. 
There it is. <laughs> okay, we're going to do a little thing about policing myths. I'm going to ask you guys some questions and see what you guys have to say. Oh, okay. What do you guys see as the role of police? Do you view them as enforcers or protectors, both or one more than the other? You protect and serve. I agree with that. 29% of the public view the police more of enforcers than protectors. Uh, 31% of police view themselves more as protectors than enforcers, but 62% of police uh, see them as both. I see them as both. To protect and serve. Um, do you guys think the size of the police force needs to change? Yes, you need more police officers. You only have four in your little area. <laughs> That's not a little area when you think of how many people they have compared to how big the space is. Oh, I know. You at least need five. <laughs> well, 86% of police agree with you, Josh. We don't have enough personnel. I agree with that. Um... <laughs> Right, so, do you guys think you understand the challenges that police officers face? After talking to you and listening to you, yes. Sometimes I get confused. I go left, I go right. Is it green, green, or is it green, red? What? All right. All right. What the public needs to know? Here's a myth. Myth number one that the general public believes. I think police officers can turn off the adrenaline at the end of a shift. That is absolutely 150% false. It's a 24-7 career that never gets turned off. Um, threat assessment, focus on potential negative consequences aren't something that's easy to turn off. This is where officers need to develop emotional detachments to be effective at their job. Being a dead body or gruesome injuries requires a certain amount of necessary mental distancing. That doesn't translate well to life outside of work. Myth number two, training prepares police for even the hardest part of the job. That could not be further from the truth. Um, nobody is prepared for the psychological strain um, or experiencing the different stress. Um, you mean police go through situations of homicide, witnessing homelessness, encountering malnourished children, all that stuff. You cannot medically prepare anybody for It's not possible. Myth three, police are arrogant. Police are further from arrogant. They are some of the nicest people you will ever meet. But there are exceptions to any rule, of course. I don't uh, know. You can be a dick sometimes. That happens. Um, but their demeanor is not ego. It's command presence. 
Um, it's crucial to being an effective officer. The body language that conveys confidence and authority is what can deter potential criminals from targeting this. As a training officer, I always taught an officer to act like you know the answer to the question. Act like you know what you're doing. Show that command presence. If you don't, you're going to get walked all over. It also invites people to come in and kill you, attack you, if you don't know if you have no command presence. Have command presence. That does not make you arrogant. Uh, myth four, police don't care how the public perceives them. Police care how the public perceives them. It's very important to have that support from the public. As witnessed around the world right now, or the world is the country right now, there's little support for the police, and what are they doing? They leaving. And that is a little bit of my segment. And now I have a story of what I had to deal with the other day. Big titty bitches. Now. Little titty bitches. You got the B word, right? <laughs> Dumb bitches. Oh, is this some lady from way up north? She comes Canada? down. Huh? Canada? Canada? Not that far north. In the state. Up north Michigan. Moose. I want to see a moose, Oh, Oh. So she comes down in the, in the great town that Rick and I both live in. She, she stole a car. And then a half hour later, a stolen car is in my jurisdiction smashed into a tree. She's nowhere to be found. Long gone somewhere. Um, don't know who the vehicle belongs to because the vehicle, of course, because of COVID is not registered to the proper owner. That creates more work. So I find a letter inside the car that takes me to the owner. So I come all the way down to the big, big city that Rick and I live in. And I talk to the owner. She's like, oh, yeah, this person's driving the car and she stole it. Oh, and yes, I reported it stolen. I'm like, oh, wonderful news. So she's out in the woods somewhere with no socks, no shoes, no coat, hanging out in the woods somewhere. No service. Yeah, and she has no phone. She has no friends. She knows nobody down here because she's from up north Michigan. And so five hours later, we get a call because she's knocking on someone's door saying, I was in a car crash and I was sleeping in the woods and I don't know how I got here. She played so dumb. You can tell she's been through this before. Meth. It's a hell of a drug. Multiple warrants for their arrest. And where she was from, when I was confirming those warrants through dispatch, calls me directly. Hey, can I come pick her up? Because she just stole a car up here, too, and I want to go arrest her on it. She likes to steal cars and then smash them into trees and then run away. And then when, no, of course, she hit a, she's playing stupid and hit a tree. So we have to go up to the hospital for two hours. All the funky monkey scans. And I tell her she's under arrest. She breaks out in a manic laughter like you would expect some schizophrenic psycho to do. You're crazy. Anyway, everyone's bored with me, so move on. Rick's on his phone. Joss is playing with his hand. I always play with my hand. <laughs> I thought your hand played with. Never mind. 
for the record, I was texting Jay to let him know what segment we were on in case he was jumping in. Oh, where is he? Well, he's in the middle of doing his stuff, but I was letting him know that we were about to go to Rick's segment. Yeah, I've never known a, a something to do uh, seminars at 11 o'clock at night. Well, he's in St. Louis, so it's an hour difference. But oh, it's 10 o'clock. Well, he said he was doing a seminar, and then he was going to go to dinner, and then he was going to go see his uncle's house. And... What he didn't tell you was a seminar. Oh, yeah, they just got at a strip club. All right, let's move on to Rick's segment. If Brian's Wait, done, I don't know if he has. Did you just say he went to a strip club? <laughs> I'm just assuming that's what he's doing in St. Louis. Rick's segment. That was fast. Even with the crappy propeller. I don't even know what kind of fucking plane that was. Something more like it, a messed up fly. It wasn't even. I was gonna say it wasn't even. A, it wasn't even a plane. It was a flyer, a mosquito. They got too close to the microphone. So we don't have Jay doing dad jokes. Well, we'll get to the dad jokes. We gotta get to Twitter first. This is Rick segment. Oh Rick's, right, right. Rick segment tweets. Urban Dictionary. I don't have a. I don't have a schedule in front of me. I don't either. I'm I'm remembering this off the top of my head. Thank you. We've done 23 episodes. We should know the damn schedule. I don't. All right. I was close. <laughs> I'm on a rant today. If you own a business and you are going to advertise that you do certain things, for example, maybe it's uh, t-shirts, maybe it's headbands. He- headbands. If you have only three reviews on your thing and they are five star and I order from you and your headband looks like I could have fucking did it with a fucking iron on, you shouldn't be in business. So I'm going to tell you what happened. This On the 29th of September, I decided I was going to make myself a Poddamn Idiots podcast headband. So... I tried to go to my normal place, sleeps.com, where I have this headband, where they make good headbands. My spade headband is phenomenal, but they're not doing customs at the moment. So then I said, okay, let me try going to another one that I know is good. I went to junk brands. In order to go to junk brands, you had to buy a minimum of four. I was trying to find one with no minimums. So what did I do? I said, okay, let me try another place. So I went to this place called Custom Sleeves. Um, and I was like, let me see what they got. They had a lot of different custom things. You can put your logo on there. I went and got this thing. I could go grab it right now, but I don't feel like it. But let's just say it wasn't good. After waiting two weeks and wondering if it was even going to show up, I got it. I look. The logo which was supposed to be about the size of this, was little, little fucking tiny on the fucking headband. Not only that, wasn't even the right color. It looked like it had got, or the fucking thing ran out of ink. So it's black, it's a little bit of yellow, it's a little bit of gray. Also, it's a blurry too. Well, not only that, but the words were all bitten up on it. So you couldn't even make out that some of the words were podcasts. I paid $21 for this thing. When I tried to take it back, you know what they told me? We don't do refunds on custom stuff. So, you know what? 
custom sports sleeves, you can kiss my fucking ass. And that is my segment. Rick's segment. Ah, caw, caw. Caw. All right. Well, you know what that means. That means it's time for some tweets. Take it away. Oh, he actually has tweets. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's got dad jokes and tweets. Okay. And tweets. Dad, dad jokes and tweets. And then we'll find Guzzlebird. He's got some good stuff for you, I promise. I got some dad jokes, too, I'd like to share. You have some dad jokes? I do. Ooh. I'm actually using, I'm using dad jokes as icebreakers on a dating website to try to get dates so far. How's that working? Has not worked yet, but, you know. Well, Elena had some dad jokes on here, too. So let's see what Elena and uh, Jay had. We'll go from there. Take it away, Jay. All right. And now it's time for Tweets of the Week. Yay! Peacock. All right. And now, just for Texas, we got to start with some hilarious dad jokes. I'm actually going to enter my Chihuahua in an ugliest dog contest, and I won first place. The dog came in third. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, the guy, won first place, not the dog. The fact that you laughed. My sword doesn't weigh much. It's my lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Star Wars joke. Hey, look at you uh, laughing at these. I went to a, a Star Wars. I knocked joke. on her front door. She yelled, "Who is it?" So I left. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they they said a mask would be enough to go to the supermarket. They lied. Everyone else had their clothes on. <laughs> oh, am I about to hear a dad joke? Yeah. We interrupt this for a special guest with a dad joke. All right, let's hear it. What does the what does the one hat say to the other? Ooh, what's he say? You stay here and I'll go on ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, great. You you can tell your other ones. Um. How about the billboard one? What? How do billboards speak? How? I'm not sure. How do they speak? Sign language. That's their language. That's awesome. You want to tell your inappropriate one now? Texas, you better be rolling at these because they're funny. I hate the fact that this is pre recorded and he's talking to me like that. <laughs> well, you did send him to the grave. That's true. I did sacrifice I him. Okay. What is the name? What what is the name of Michael oh, Jackson's denim factory? Um, just what is it? Billy Jeans. <laughs> After I hear him, I'm like, I should have come up with that. Hey, did you hear about the man who only collected rare pennies? You didn't collect a lot of common sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. What did the mid? What did I say to the midget that wanted me to bang her last? Oh no, what'd you say? <laughs> I don't go down like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. 
happy now? Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was really good. All right, I leave you with this last dad joke. A man is being taken to the gallows for his execution. The executioner asked if he had any last requests, and he asked for a high five. The executioner left him hanging. Those are our dad jokes. All right. Now all my animals have appeared on here. They're tweeting. Hey, Moose, say hi. He's very confused. Um, I don't know if you heard, but um, the other day he was at a rally and he said, I am a proud Democrat running for U.S. Senate. So I think um, on his tweet, he kind of just gave up and said, you know what? Vote for America. I don't think it was probably win. And then he also said. Our campaign's contact trace remains ongoing. and My team will continue to share any significant developments with the American people. If anything, let this serve as an example of the importance of wearing masks and keeping a safe social distance. Oh, that's because um, Harris, apparently, some people on our campaign got COVID. So now um, there's some concern. And Biden's trying to, you know, make sure everyone knows, like, it's not his fault. Joe Biden said not only was the individual 50 plus feet away and wearing a mask, but I was wearing an N95 mask. No members of my staff were in contact with this crew member either. My doctors have advised that there is no need for me to quarantine. Wow, Joe's not taking an excuse to go hide away. Good job, Joe. Good job. And not to be outdone, obviously our um, commander-in-chief, I don't know if you know this, but he likes to tweet a lot. You say this oh, every time, Jay no, Hizzle. is holding up stimulus, not the Republicans. He also said that um, this was an hour. Oh, this is going to happen tonight then when we record, which is a Thursday. He said, I would be doing a fake. I'm oh, sorry. I would be doing a major fake at NBC News Town Hall Forum live tonight from Miami at 8 p.m. They asked me to do it in place of the rig Steve Scully. He is now suspended from C-SPAN for lying. Debate. I wonder if they'll treat me as well as Sleepy Joe. They should. Wow. So Trump's doing a town hall on NBC. That's going to be interesting. You, you know how <laughs> you know how those networks don't really like him. And then he also said, if we don't win, the radical left will destroy our country. Biden refuses to answer questions on packing SCOTUS. Dems will pack the court with radical left justices who will shred the number two A. The second amendment for those that are wondering. Empower violent mobs and protect terrorists and violent criminals. Oh, yeah, man, he's he's had a lot of tweets going on lately. And then, of course, I always got to end with an Arnold tweet. So Arnold says, we have to be willing to listen, to learn. To look in the mirror and see none of us is perfect. We have to be willing to see one another as Americans and not as enemies. We will have to be willing to sit down and do the hard work of reform without worrying about stupid party lines. So there's good old Arnold. How it's inspiring. He's right, though. We actually, to ever get anything done in this country, we're all going to have to kind of sit down and put our egos aside and be willing to not be enemies, be friends, compromise. So good job, Arnold. If he was running for president, I would vote. But unfortunately, legally, he can't. All right. And that's uh, Tweets of the Week. 
And now it's time Jurassic for Jurassic Park. Park. It's frightening in the dark. All the dinosaurs, the are, dinosaurs running wild. are running wild. Well, hang out. Let me do some let... dad jokes. I want to do some dad jokes. What's the difference between a hippopotamus and a zippo? I don't know what. A hippopotamus can weigh 4,000 pounds. A zippo is a little lighter. <laughs> Actually, I've been using that one as a, as a pickup line on dating sites. I don't know if Justin's did this one before. If he did, I apologize. What do sprinters eat before a race? What? Nothing. They fast. <laughs> oh, that's funny. A cheese factory exploded in France. Debris is everywhere. Uh, All right, I won't. Bo- I won't bore no one else. What you got, it, Guzzle from Jurassic it, Park? Well, first, I had some inappropriate jokes. You're going to love these. So, two midgets were at a hotel, and they decided they were going to get some hookers. So they called the hookers, and they had adjoining rooms, so each of them went to their room with the hooker. And the one got on the bed, and he looked at the hooker, and he goes... Man, I can't do this. So he sent her home. And he was getting ready to go tell his buddy about it. And then he heard through the wall. Ah, 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 ah. He was like, well, he must be having a good time. So I'm going to leave him alone. So he went to bed. So the next day he woke up and he went out of his room and his buddy was standing outside. And he was like, man, I just couldn't do it last night. And the buddy replied, yeah, I couldn't either. And he goes, what do you mean? I heard the noise through the wall. He's like, he's like, what are you talking about? I couldn't even get on the bed. (laughs) All right. And my second joke. This couple was in the deep, dark woods having sex. And the guy decided to go down on the girl. After about 10 minutes, he pulled his head up and he goes, man, it's really dark in here, I wish I had a flashlight. And the girl replied, me too. You've been eating grass for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> that was funny. All right, now for the tweets. Uh, uh, uh. T-Rex died. Visit the temporary golden retriever instead. Hmm. <laughs> We use dark magic and satanic rituals to make the dinosaurs. And then according to last week, we also baptized them just in case. You can now have sex on at the park. Why the fuck is there a puss on my... Never mind. Alright, and finally... If you're concerned about being eaten at the park, please consult the new guest death count forecast for your planned trip dates available now on that Jurassic Park app. The guest death count forecast. 
I heard the times are low between Thursday and Friday from 6 to 7 o'clock. And those are the tweets of the week. <laughs> All right. So, we know that we've ended tweets, so we know what that means. So, we're going to go kick it off to Jay Hizzle to hear his Urban Dictionary definition of the week. <laughs> All right. Oh. So. The Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Here we go, Rick Spade. Take it away yourself. It's great. Jay Hizzle, can you tell me what Santa's eyebrows are? Hmm. <laughs> Santa's eyebrows. I'm just, I'm picturing something like white and hairy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say that since this is Urban Dictionary, obviously it's dirty. It's not anything nice and clean. So this is something that takes place on Christmas. Um, and this is going to be something that happens in the bedroom with grandma and grandpa ah, on Christmas night after they why? have. So they, they go out and they go back into their bedroom and, you know, Grandpa whips it out, and it has a lot of white hair on it because he's old. <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> you know, Santa raises an eyebrow. <laughs> Why, <laughs> Jay? Why? Dick, and then, you know, <laughs> and so that's Santa's yeah. eyebrow, and then him and Mrs. Claus, in this case, get it on. I was going to see if C. Hizzle's in the room to see what he says, but I think he's not anymore. Wait oh, for it. C. Hizzle. <laughs> Of Any course, idea Jay Hazel comes up with grandparents' is. sex. This would be one that, yeah, I don't think it's too normal. Urban dictionary term, just in case. So I, I, I went, since I know it's dirty, um, I went with, you know, it's old and white and hairy, so I figured it must be Christmas night when, when grandpa and grandma, you know, basically do it. Santa's eyebrow. Um, I'm thinking it might be a way some girl shaves her crotch to look like an eyebrow. <laughs> During Christmas, right? <laughs> dyes it blonde, dyes it white, and then shaves it to look like an eyebrow. That's my. <laughs> she trimmed. That's my final. She trims her tree. <laughs> I'm guessing we're both kind of far off. Yeah, just a little bit. You guys want to take a guess before I give the definition? I, I know what it is because you've been trying to get me to do this one for a while. This is true. Wait a second, guys. Whew. Do you want to take a guess? Or you that was actually kind of close to it. Yeah, Beeslow, you're right there. I know. All right. What what is it? <clears throat> Santa's eyebrows. After ejaculating in your girlfriend's face, pretend to wipe off her face while actually rubbing your load into her eyebrows, <laughs> causing them to appear to be white like Santa Claus. Then sit on her lap and tell her what you want for Christmas. <laughs> Holy smokes, who makes these things up? Jeez. All right. Well, that gets that gets me into the Christmas spirit. Just kidding. It doesn't. 
Not at all. I'm ready for Halloween. All right. There we go. Well, if I don't make it for Urban Dictionary, I, this has been pre-recorded. All right, but you know we can't have just one. So, cue the music, B. Can any of you tell me what a flying circus is? I'm going to guess it has something to do with midgets. It's a circus, and... And so basically, there's like a midget just flying on top of your dick, right? Flying circus. It's the art of when you have two clowns on a trapeze and one decides to juggle your balls while you paint their face. Flying circus. Well, you're both incorrect. Flying circus. A sex act in which a woman is reverse cowgirl on top of a man, and then they attempt to jump or throw her to another man standing by the wall. Unbeknownst to her, the second man plans to sidestep and let her hit the wall and fall down, hoping, hopefully leaving her writhing in agony. Then both men ejaculate on her. Flying circus. Well, okay then. <laughs> Just so you know, that was the first one that was in my long line of saved ones on my phone. That's fair. That is fair. All right. Well, as we get set to wrap up the show here today, uh, we'll leave you guys with some words of wisdom. Did uh, Jay Hizzle have any words of wisdom before I sacrificed him to finish off Jumanji? He did. Let's go to the last little bit of Jay Hizzle. It's it's such a shame what I had to do to him, but I wanted Jumanji to end, so I had to sacrifice the virgin. Jay Hizzle out. Okay, I have. I'm gonna read my words of wisdom quick, and then I we gotta go to dinner. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad uh, everyone was able to somehow, in some way, hear me in this show. So I leave you with a couple words of wisdom. Be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. You know, that that's a great one right there, actually. It doesn't take any energy or any money or anything to be kind to people. And then my one I like from Walt Disney that everyone's heard before, but it's just a great one. If you can dream it, you can do it. And that is why I'm going to leave you with. All right. Well, I guess I'll do mine next. I've only got one, but it is 12 things to always remember. Number one, the past can't be changed. Number two, opinions don't defy your reality. Number three, everyone's journey is different. Number four, judgments are not about you. Number five, overthinking will lead to sadness. Number six, happiness is found within. Number seven, your thoughts affect your mood. Number eight, smiles are contagious. Number nine, kindness is free. Number 10, it's okay to let go and move on. Number 11, what goes around comes around. And number 12, things always get better with time. Be slow. All right. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney. The secret of getting ahead is getting started. 
Mark Twain. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan. Oh, I thought I thought that was gonna be Wayne Gretzky there for a minute. Fine. All right, I got a couple, and they were all from me. The first one: never be afraid to attempt something at least once. It's better to try and fail than wonder what could have been. I mean, I've written a book. I've tried pro wrestling. I've tried MMA. I'm doing this podcast. Better for me to have tried and not succeeded than, you know, never done it at all. Look what I got here. That's my book, Laura Valena, Tell the Fallen Kingdom, available on Amazon.com. <laughs> Cheap plug. All right. And finally, never measure success. Blah, blah, blah. Never miss. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> and not my penis. <clears throat> Never measure success based on how other people live. If you're if you're achieving, you're succeeding. I like that one. So, with that being said, thank you for joining us tonight on the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Please check out our YouTube page at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast and check out all our episodes. And uh, subscribe. Also, find our audio at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. We're on Podbean, Stitcher, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. You can find us on our Facebook page at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast or at our Twitter at Pod Damn Rick Spade, Pod Damn Texas, or Pod Damn Idiots P1. Or email us at poddamnidiotspodcast at outlook.com. <sighs> Make sure wherever you go, you leave us a five-star review. And please tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, the people you love, the people you hate. Uh, random people on the sidewalk, random people at the grocery store. Just yell it out. Go check out the Idiots podcast. And put your mask on. No. Go tell the Karen when she's telling you to put your mask on. And anyone else you can think of, check out the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Good night, everybody.